You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. All right. Uh, most of the uh, important risk events that uh, will determine the direction of travel for the markets have come and gone. And I'm talking about the interest rate decisions from the US Fed, the European Central Bank, as well as the Bank of England. We've still got one major risk event tomorrow, I think, when the US is going to release its latest jobs numbers. But for now, and until then, let's try and make sense of how the market made sense of the interest rate action. We've got Gyarabilwe Nongyane, who is the head of Global Markets and Structured Solutions at EA Capital, joining us for more. It's been a minute it, it really has been a minute Fifi, and it's 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 i i have to say happy new year to you <laughs> apparently you can't say that in february it doesn't uh, it's, it's not allowed anymore chief not allowed but none, <laughs> nonetheless I, I i i take the positive sentiments for the year and i wish the same uh, to you too uh, so not uh, the best of sentiments though in terms of the finish of the jc look we haven't really done much from yesterday, but the day was quite a roller coaster ride to get to the flat finish that we got to right now. Just your thoughts on how the JC digested all the interest rate action. You know, it was quite choppy trade on our local boards, and I, it was quite a shock because coming into the office, Asia was quite buoyant, and sure. overnight as well, the US, the, the US, the US tech sector as well as the Dow Jones Industrial Average was rather, rather positive and even aftermarket trade. So seeing the choppy trade flow onto our local boss was quite a shock. But I I think when looking at the Fed interest rate hike and the sentiment coming out of the speech, you know, if if today I sat down and had to read it on text and then maybe and then also listen to the tone, maybe I was getting it wrong because I think looking at the performance of the stock market in Asia and the U.S. yesterday, I would have expected that Jerome Powell would have said, you know what, we're ending interest rate, we have inflation under control. But he used words such as disinflation. And I wondered to myself, is that even an English word? Oh, but isn't that the opposite of inflation here? <laughs> <laughs> that prices are not going up, but they're showing signs of going down. And I'm glad that you mentioned it because the Reuters search actually cited the word of disinflation and disinflationary in his speech yesterday and said that uh, he used it 13 times yesterday versus uh, the, uh, the two times he used it in December. So for you, the fact that he emphasized on this questionable English word wasn't that a signal perhaps of how he's feeling about inflation and perhaps that he could soon be done increasing interest rates how did you read that no I I, I look at I, I mean I look at more than the words and as a financial markets practitioner you need to look at more than the words and I, I, I think what he said was we've reached a point at which inflation has peaked but it does not mean that inflation is over, which is quite rightly different from what I think the market interpreted. As I said last time we spoke, I was looking at some data that says for for U.S. inflation to peak above 8%, it takes almost two years for it, for it to reach to 6% and below. So does it mean that we have stopped inflation and that they still won't attack inflation by raising rates in the future? I think not. I think the market can still expect a bit of in, uh, a, a bit of inflation into 2023 and a few more rate hikes before they start cutting rates going into Q4 2023. Do you feel the same about the European Central Bank and the Bank of England, which today both increased their interest rates by 
uh, 50 basis points, so slightly higher than that of the Fed, but more or less in line with expectations. I think the Fed and the ECB and the BOE are fighting two different types of inflation here. And I think I, I think in the in the EU area and as well as in England, there's literally no demand. Early on in the earlier on in the week, we saw Germany come up with GDP numbers which was so muted, and seeing Spanish inflation coming in at almost double, coming in above double digits, which starts to which starts to 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 come into the mind of financial markets practitioners that this inflation is not demand led but rather supply side shocks and i think they still have not recovered from the national gas natural gas prices being so high and energy costs being so high and in england there's there's been some labor constraints in the fact that wages are far outrunning the the rates of inflation which has created problems in in england and in the eu so what does all of that then mean for how you're feeling about the markets right now and where you are seeing opportunity and where you're not? No, I'm still quite buoyant on, 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 on equities this year. And, and I think equities will be an asset class that will outperform. But I feel like the themes will be different. I, I think since 2020 up to 2023, thematic invested, uh, investing has been an alpha generator. And I think the theme for this year is China. And I don't mean the Chinese tech, I mean Chinese demand. So look out for stocks which are going to be are going to be uh, involved in Chinese demand. And looking at the IMF, as you were speaking, the IMF has revised growth for China by almost two and a half percent. That's almost a hundred percent increase from where they were as the, at the base case in Q4. So uh, I really do believe that the theme for this year will be China. So look out for stocks that 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 are selling to China, and you 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 will do well. Okay, so you'll do well uh, investing on themes. Uh, your favorite theme right now being China, that uh, you say is an alpha generator, so it is able to generate returns that beat the market or higher than the market. Companies like mining shares that supply a whole lot of commodities to China. They came out with reports today, the Anglo-Stable, Anglo-American, Anglo-Platinum, Kumba, Iron Ore. What did you make of them and what do you think their prospects are with the reopening of the Chinese economy? You know, I think looking at the performance, the 90-day performance of the all share, I mean, we're up almost 20% and that has been led by the big global diversifiers, including Anglo. So Anglo has run already. And it has run even not on the news of the Chinese reopening. Global market commodity prices have been high except iron ore. And I I anticipate that will continue. And looking at the production update, I, I really do. I really am quite sad for the South African mining sector because looking at the Anglo stable, everything in terms of production performed well outside of South Africa, while looking at production problems in South Africa has have have been quite a deterrent on the numbers, which were already great. Looking at production numbers in copper, which are up 50% in the quarter, you're looking at platinum numbers coming down for the quarter, about 10% in Anglo Plat, and that's citing some operational issues here in South Africa. And Kumba Iron Ore as well, citing that Transnet is actually the problem that they can't get their iron ore out to port. 
So it's a tale. It's a tale of two different regions. Everything outside of South Africa doing very well. Everything within South Africa having issues with production, as well as as a, as economic issues such as load shedding, which is affecting their production. All right, Gerbile. Uh, uh, we'll leave it there. That's all we have time for, uh, sir. But uh, thanks so much for joining us once again. Looking forward to further conversations with you this year. He is the uh, head of global markets and structured solutions at EA Capital. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.